Morning, everyone. And welcome to Reraw Manar. This is the show which brings you a female perspective. And we are your hosts, Sinead C. Shanti and... Susan, hear me roar brown. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the roar today, Susan? Roar today, So today's show, it's all about women in the arts. And we are delighted to welcome two guests on today's show. Avia, who is an artist bringing heart to our art. And Annie, an artist literally making art from the world around her. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. So Suze, before we kick it off, how are you doing and how are your creative juices these days? Um, I feel now with the old dark evenings that the creative juices are beginning to flow doing a catering gig in the Sculpture Factory and the Sculpture Factory has really inspired me. Um, there's a lot, they're doing glass work at the moment and um, I'm trying to make a mould of this piece of jewellery I have and then if you melt certain types of glass in a kiln, it melts into the mould. So, well, this is my idea, I have to implement it. Um, so that's good. That I feel like the, I feel, I feel it's, the juices are starting to flow. I also got out the sewing machine and I put it out there to get my uh, the singing mantra group back together. So the band is getting back together. Yeah. Yes. How about you? What, what band? Uh, just the mantra group. You know, uh-huh. Yeah. Mantra and group. you like sing as you sew? Uh, no, no. Actually, that's a good <laughs> idea, but I don't know how that would work. More chatting, less sewing, but you know, more bitching, <laughs> less stitching and all that. How about yourself? What's happening for you? I don't know. I feel like I'm just in that kind of work, work, work fatigue phase like you know Natalie Nixon the great consultant um, with figure eight consultancy she's all about that balance of wonder and rigor but I think I'm too much in the rigor at the moment I'm working like a dog but you do have a goal I've got a pretty good reason. Go on, yes. tell everyone your goal. Yes, we're <laughs> off on an RTW, in other words, around the world trip. So, <laughs> When's yeah. that now? What's your... Two date? months away. Yay! <laughs> Very exciting. So where, are you going, where are you going to go first again? First stop, Indo, Bali. Oh, yeah, I know. Stop. I know. We'll, we'll, stop, <laughs> we'll stop talking about it. But I do hope that after today's show that I will be inspired Indeed. to kind of lift the lid off creativity. Because I was even just looking back, I've got a load of post-its all over my office to like keep me on track and to remind me about the beautiful things in life. Mm. And there's one post-it and it's about breaking the stress cycle. And there's four things listed on it. Physical activity, breathing, laughter, and the fourth thing, imagination and creative expression. Nice. And it's so true, isn't it, mm. Suze? You know, the girl band song, um, their new song, uh, the last line of it is, I get that depression when I do nothing, depression from doing nothing. And it's so true. I find mm. if I don't have any creative juice flowing, mm. then I can get down. Mm. Um, so here's to today's show to inspiring us all yes. uh, to ramp up that creativity indeed so we are kicking off yeah, the first. show with a lovely chat with avia so let me introduce avia so oh, i should have had that coffee myself and Susie were talking about will we have a coffee or will we be talking 100 miles an hour but maybe I'd be more on the ball if I did. I tend to talk over you, though. <laughs> coffee, so. That's all right, Suze. That's not, not on the radio, thing. though. Possibly <laughs> not quite clear enough on the radio. Okay. So let's introduce Avia. 
Avia Gurman is a native of Israel, living in Ireland for the last 14 years. She's an interdisciplinary voice and visual artist, working with diverse vocal styles and traditions. Her unique work draws upon shamanic and spiritual teachings, feminism, alternative theatre, and other ritual world traditions. In attempts to touch the deep essence of voice, body, and heart within one's body and within a community. Wow, that's really beautiful. So to get us into the Avia Zone, um, we always ask our guests to send us uh, two songs for the playlist for the show. And Avia, being the interdisciplinary and voice artist that she is, her two songs are her own, are her singing. So that's what we're going to kick off with first. Uh, to get into the Avia groove, Avia's original song, and it's titled, let me get the exact title here, Slow Down. So take it away, Avia. Slow down, touch your body. Deep in the skin Slow down Let your pleasure To flow from within Slow down and caress Her woman Hi guys, I think we seem to have lost the rest of Avia's song and hopefully I'll line it up for us in a bit. But in the meantime, I'm going to hand over the mic to Avia for our chat about what it's like being a woman in the arts and hearing from her about her unique perspective. Welcome, Avia, dialing in hello, all hello. the way from Scarif. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. I know you're not feeling 100%, so some extra th time, our extra thanks for giving us your time. Um, yeah, thank you, Avia. Yeah. Welcome, We're, welcome. Thank you for inviting me. So, Avia. We know each other for a really long time. I was actually thinking about it on my walk today. We know each other since 2008. And I know the year because that was the year my niece, Shiog, was born. So we met in the Zen paradise that is Dochenbera, <laughs> Zen and Dallas, all in one. <laughs> That's another episode. Um, and it's funny because um, myself and Avi were just talking there and Avi was like, well, you know, are you guys angry feminists or what's the story? Because when I was chatting out with Avia about the show, I said, okay, Avia, how would you choose to smash 
the patriarchy? And I really loved your response. Will we jump in there? Yeah. yeah. We, what, what did I respond? What did I say? You said, I'm not into smashing anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, it was lovely. She put it very, she put it very well. Yeah. And, and you reminded me, Avia, of why I really love having conversations with you. Because we see the world through many different lenses. And mm. I'll say something and you'll say something else from your perspective. I'm like, ah, that's really interesting. So, yeah, instead of smashing the patriarchy, you said you're more about embracing acceptance and looking to accept and embrace love, I think, instead of smashing mm -hmm. stuff up. Are you, are you still in that mood today? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm always <laughs> Sometimes I'm like sidetracked, you know, into uh, my own anger, of course, you know, and the frustrations and, you know, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to be in that place of the heart as much as I can. And that's also reflected in the, the work that I'm doing and the people that I'm creating with and, my life in generally but you know it's not always easy you know it's like you have to the, the anger and the shadows and the hurt is there and the wounds are there so you just have to do kind of constantly dig 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 in and accept and send love and somehow and also create boundaries which is really important um mm. Yeah, because anger itself—it's just like a fire, you know, going around. It's not—it doesn't—it doesn't create anything. It um, it alerts to something, but then if you want to create, it requires something else, you know. And I think as as I'm getting older, I'm 43 now. I think I'm learning that this is the only way for me as well, you know. If I want my body to be healthier, I need to slow down and listen to that place of the heart because otherwise. I just going to go around with those traumas and those anger inside of me. And that's not going to resolve anything or create, create anything that will eventually heal me and heal the people that, you know, I'm engaging with. So it's a process, you know, it's a, it's a ongoing process. Yeah. I love that reaching deep inside us to find that place of love. It is an ongoing process. And I must say it's probably not the path that I've chosen myself and it's something <laughs> that I would strive for. And even you mentioned your work. So Avia, can you introduce us a little bit to your work, your background? I guess I would describe you as a woman in the arts. Can you tell us a little bit about the diversity of creativity that you do? Um, okay. So, yeah, first of all, you know, I'm from Israel. You probably recognize that I'm not Irish, you know. I've been here 14 years, and it's kind of cool to say that I'm a woman in the arts in Ireland, you know, because it took me a long time to identify myself as such and to find my, my path in Ireland, and I'm still... I'm still looking, you know, I'm still, I'm not a mainstream artist, you know, I'm, I've, I'm a singer and I've sang, you know, Irish music and I tried to become the Irish singer because my voice was kind of 
uh, suited to it, but I was never the Irish singer because I can't, you know, I'm not an Irish person. And so I've been doing like, you know, theater, I've been doing performance art and I've been doing video and voice work and improvisation and sacred music and different, different things over the years. Uh, and I was never a mainstream artist. I was always kind of interdisciplinary and I was, and it was hard to pinpoint me. And it, I, I, I found it difficult to find my, where I belong. And I'm, st I think I'm still looking. Mm. So sometimes it works. And sometimes I, I see that I get recognition and people kind of understand where I come from. And sometimes it doesn't work and people expect me to be a, either a traditional singer, a theater artist, uh, just expect me to go in a box, you know, and I, I, I don't. So, um, the arts in Ireland is changing and it's more interdisciplinary and there's more openness to that kind of, you know, cross uh, gender, um, not gender, cross gender, uh, is that how you say cross it? platforms or yeah, cross, cross mediums? Yeah. So it is expanding and it, there's more understanding, but it's still, there's still a long way to go. Let's say, as opposed to Israel. That's oh, okay. So you would say in Israel, that kind of interdisciplinary way of working, you don't have to be a singer that stays in the singer performance box. You can also work with photography, with visuals, with theater. You can just throw it all in the mix. Yeah. And, weave and that's how I, I was, I, I studied in the school, uh, the visual school of um, the Jerusalem, the how did it call uh, Jerusalem Visual School of Theater or something like that? It's mm. a very big school for interdisciplinary arts, and that's how we were educated for four years to be this kind of to do everything, you know, and to have this uh, big scope of what we can do and to play with all those things on stage and off stage. So. I suppose when I came to Ireland, I understood how enriching that experience was for me and how it doesn't exist in Ireland. And I had to kind of invent it. And I'm still trying to find my way to invent it here. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, so in Ireland, it's more hard because it doesn't have, you don't have it as much here. Yeah. But in, in another way, in Ireland, there's more space to explore. There's yes. less competition. There's less judgment. Uh, things that I had in Israel and I found very suffocating. So it's more innocent in Ireland and I love that, you know? Mm. What, what do you mean by innocent? Um, it's, there's no, it's like, you know, it's like even Irish music or Irish kind of singing, it doesn't, um, how would I explain it? So, in Israel, you have to be, have the best technique, the most creative self. You have to kind of be cutting edge and, the, you know, you have to be better than the other person. And, and everything is just really intense in terms of creativity. And the voice has to be in a different way and it has to be like really, really good, you know. And in Ireland, because there's more connection to community music, the, the Irish traditional music is more connected to the people. It's not about being this creative, you know, cutting edge artist. It's about being authentic to the song, being authentic, authentic to the voice. It's much more subtle. It's much more, it doesn't have as much ego. Mm. And, and that's what I discovered when I came to Ireland. And it really nourishes me, you know. 
sometimes it drives me crazy because <laughs> I, I want to be the cutting, the cutting edge artist that will say something to the world. And that's a very kind of ego oriented kind of, and so when I kind of, when I feel around me that there's, it's not what the arts is about, then I feel that I can just kind of move in a different, in a different way. It's not, I don't have to show off. And not only that, if I do show off, of course, Irish people will not like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <sighs> oh, that's so, so interesting. Avia, to uh, hear Irish you. person. Yes. I think so. <laughs> yeah. like, trying to bring myself down or just, you know, just kind of, but in the same time, not to compromise who I am. And there's always that kind of balance between wanted to do something cutting edge and wanted to step out of the comfort zone, but in the same time, not to shout too loud because that's not going to work and do it gently. <laughs> so, yeah, it's always been my kind of, how do I manage myself as an Israeli artist here in Ireland, you know, because I tend sometimes to shout too. <laughs> We yeah. like shouting. We're good Israel. at shouting. <laughs> yeah, but Susan. I, I know what you mean. One of Susan's uh, DJ names I want to give her is Susan Hear Me Roar Brown. <laughs> but yeah, we hear you, Avia. It is that fine balance between hear me, you know, but like you even said earlier about kind of anger when we're kind of projecting ourselves sometimes in that place that the true message doesn't get across. Not mm. that hearing and anger necessarily have to be uh, on the same platform. But even hearing you talk about Ireland and Israel and the differences, it made me think of yang and yin energy. So it nearly feels like, you know, what you were describing with Israel. It's intense. It's competitive. It's a bit ego driven. That would nearly be, in my mind's eye, more yang energy. And then in Ireland, kind of more community, more collaborative, kind of more yin energy. So it's that constant dance, isn't it? Sometimes we need to pull on the yang energy and sometimes on the yin and move in and out between them both as we, as we need them and not get mm. stuck in one or the other. Also, I think you think about it uh, um, it's, when, you, when you were speaking, I was thinking about the scale between silence and voice. Mm. or silence and noise and let's say israel is more close to the to the noise part <laughs> because it has to because of different reasons because of the politics because of the population because of many things history and and ireland because of the space we have that we are you know so lucky to live in and the landscape and the, the way the community is it's like more close to the silence so if you want to really do something here you have to work with the silence not with the noise mm, interesting and i think that ever since i came to ireland i realized that this is what i need to do you know empty my vessel as much as i can listen and work with that aspect of silence and that's for me it's really healing and when i create i just feel oh my heart is more stressed of course some um, you know i get you know stressed and anxious you know that's the part of, of everything we do you know it's like you want you want it to be good and you want people to come and you kind of anxious about it but but i still have that part that is closer to the silence bit mm -hmm. you know that's and that's where we met in zochenbera you know that's <laughs> oh yeah lovely you know for me zochenbera is my home 
you know, I go back, I go there because I know that that's where I can listen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in, in Israel, you're not going to find a place like that. It's so condensed, condensed with so many people, with so many things, with that a need constantly to prove yourself and to be worthy in some way. And here you just can go to Zotrenberg and be, you know, and no one will ask you anything. You just, it's about who you are beyond what you do. Well, yeah, someone told me, actually, I've, I've, I was in Zotrenberg two weeks ago, and it's about nice. human being. It's not about human doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's a really fantastic scale to imagine that scale of noise and silence. And it's really insightful that you say Ireland is nearly more positioned, in your opinion, on that silent end. Mm-hmm. And because of that, then in your work and in your creative process, it's dropping into that silence and listening to allow what emerges emerge. And on that note, Avia, would you like to share with us any particular art projects or any creative projects you've been involved with recently or over the past few years? So, yeah, so, so when we speak about silence, I think one of the main things that I've been exploring of, over the last few years is the silence of body and, um, and also how... Uh, you know, my journey with the heart is something that became really important as well because of um, the pandemic. But also be- before that, I just realized that if I want to live in the world, I need to start really listening deeper to my body and also start speaking more my heart. And and I was really curious about how would that sound? You know, what does it sound to really be in the world where your heart is on your sleeve, when you really kind of embody who you are um, in that way? So I'm working with some women um, on this project called Heartbeats, and uh, we premiered it in June in Scarif. It's a video installation uh, that, uh, yeah, just speaks about uh, embodiment of heart, the way it looks with those women and with myself. And it turned into a very, very beautiful uh, video work, I might say, uh, with Daniel McLaren, is the video artist. Um, and, um, yeah, so this is something that we are showing now. It's going to Atlone uh, in the end of the month. And then, yeah, hopefully we want to perform it. And, and there's another performance attached to it uh, now uh, that we added uh, with Eileen Bray. Um, so I'm singing with her and that's kind of, yeah, and that's beautiful. Nice. Great. So it's called Heartbeat. So it's a video installation and is a plan for it to travel. So it's heading to Athlone. So where can people find more info? So it's in in, uh, Facebook, Eventbrite. It's not, it's not official. Like it hasn't been, it's been um, uh, supported by Clare County Council so far. So now it's kind of going into this independent way um, to do different events. And then hopefully we get more funding to to perform it in other places in Ireland. Um, so That's, um, yeah. is that Daniel from Kinsale? No. D- McLaren, yeah. Okay, what's the second? Okay. McLaren, McLaren is originally from Littrim. Okay, so there's a different Daniel McLaren and Laren. Yeah, he does film as well. He does film as well, but different. So it's yeah, so Daniel guy. and me created this um, and he's like giving me... It's like my visual guy. Like I think about oh. stuff 
I, I dream about things and he actually see it. <laughs> so nice. it's a collaboration. Um, and then Camila uh, O'Callaghan and Jen Maynard, they're they are participating in the film. Uh, so that's great. So we are kind of a really beautiful heart crew. Um, very, very lucky. Um, Sounds great. And now there's a new work coming up uh, that we are launching in Sawan on the 7th of November. Uh, and that's about grief. So that's something that I've been experiencing in the last two years. Um, you know, in the pandemic, it was, you know, it has its own layers of grief and also my own personal, I, I experienced a loss in the last year. So I kind of, grief became something that I really wanted to express. Um, so it's music and video as well. Mm. Uh, but it's still finding its way. I'm still, I recorded some things and worked with musicians in Israel and then, you know, working here now on the videos in Ireland and we're going to present it, the first draft, and hopefully it will find its way into something more complete. And um, that's supported by Creative Ireland, so that's great as well. Great. Brilliant. Avia, you're so brave. As an artist wearing your heart on your sleeve, it, it's not an easy thing to do, you know, like your work looking at heartbeats and now your new work looking at grief. You know, these are tricky, deep, complex subjects, you know. So thank you for using your bravery and your courage to bring them to the creative field from such a, a hearty place and that place of silence and listening. So unfortunately, our time is nearly up. I can't believe it flew by so quickly. Where can people find, make contact with you or find out about your upcoming projects? So I suppose Facebook at the moment, I'm mm -hmm. quite, Instagram is not really... <laughs> I used to do Instagram, but not so much anymore. So just Avia Gurman, Facebook, and then you see all the things that I'm doing. So thank you, Avia. And just to highlight, you can find Avia on Facebook, and that's A-V-I-A-G-U-R-M-A-N. So we started off the show with one of Avia's originals, um, which was Slow Down. And the second song she's sharing is a song she's reworked for her upcoming, um, her upcoming new piece of work, which is called A Poem About Grief. And this will be presented on Friday, November 11th in the Clare Yoga Studio in East Clare. So Avia's second song that I'm going to play, it's a cover um, from a song by Peter Gabriel um, known as Mercy Street. So without further ado, take it away, Avia. Looking down on empty streets, all she can see are the dreams so made solid, are the dreams made real. All of the buildings, all of the cars Were once just a dream in somebody 
just a broken glass Pictures the steam She pictures a soul With no leak at the seam Let's take the boat out with until darkness 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 Doors of pale green and grey Nowhere in the suburbs In the cold light of day There in the midst of it So alive and alone Words support like bone Dreaming of mercy
Welcome back. Um, thank you, Avia. That was a beautiful reminder to slow down and check in. And now, live in the studio today, we have Annie. Uh, welcome, Annie. How are you? How are you Hello. doing? <laughs> welcome, Annie. Thanks for coming all the way to visit us down here in Cork. Yeah, you're in Tipperary now. Um, but um, we met Annie in uh, Kinsale uh, many years ago. So Annie is a visual artist. Uh, she's concerned with themes of environment, perimenopause, old, old stories and the landscape. Uh, her guest today is Archie, who is the studio hound of Great Wonder. Hi, Archie. Archie I think Archie hi. is more her Annie's co-worker. Co-worker. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's the handsome one. <laughs> He's the good uh, you're, one. You're a great pair, <laughs> the is, two of you. He is very handsome. He is very handsome. Together, they forage through hedges and woods and riverbanks for materials to make their work with. So tell us more, Annie. Tell us all about it. Yes. Annie, tell us. Could you share a little of your creative process? What drives you? What motivates you? Fill us in, because we're looking for inspiration today, Suze, aren't we, to yeah. up our creative game? Well, I have been looking a lot at colours I can get from nature. So that started off by investigating botanicals, um, seasonal berries and barks and leaves and roots and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's after moving in the last couple of years towards minerals, so stones and rocks. And it's bloody amazing. There's like, you'd be walking along and you'd see a little bit of a, a pinky tinge on something and you give it a scratch off of a harder stone and if you see a colour coming out on it, it's like, oh yeah, I can smash that down into pigment and use it. Wow. wow. Yeah, and it's really? that simple. It's actually quite disturbingly simple. It, it's upsettingly simple because it's, wow. there's no big deal to it at all other than observation, you know, and being out and about. And, that and is a big deal it. though, Annie. It is. You've, you've just nailed it. it. That that skill of observation mm. Mm. and I was only saying it to Suze earlier I feel like I'm working like a dog and I'm just on that no offense Archie <laughs> and I'm just on that work 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 treadmill and you forget about the juice of life and mm. what's around you so giving yourself that time to observe and to be there in nature it's such a skill mm. it's also it's part of the practice Yes. You're part of my studio practice, I mean. So it's yes. a great excuse to be out and about a lot. Mm. You know, Archie and I go on walks twice a day and it's wow, not just going okay. for a walk. Like we're sussing out and we're we're digging up things and we're going down little rabbit holes, literally. And, uh, wow. you know, it's, it's a, yeah, we're very lucky, aren't we, Archie? We're very lucky. Oh, what an amazing office. Yeah. The whole yeah. world. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, the riverbanks, woods. And keeping an eye on things that you see coming through in different seasons and mm. remembering, okay, I saw that over there now, so I must remember in autumn to go back for that. And Amazing. Those kind of things. And what gave you the notion first day, I'll start peeling off this bark and see what colour it makes? I decided, so I only got back into the art world, say, about five years ago. Mm. And I decided to write, you know, life is short I want to live it well Mm. and the creative 
aspect had been neglected for a long time. Um, and I thought, right, I, I need to do this. I can't. It's like something clawing inside me. I, I can't get away from it. I need to. I need mm. to answer it. Um, and so I decided that, you know, I wanted to make money from it. So sure, I'd, I'd illustrate children's books. Terrible <laughs> idea. Because it turns out the children's books should be all in pastel with happy endings. Danny's <laughs> 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 like, down with that sort of thing. Boo. <laughs> life, life isn't a happy ending. Life isn't all pastel Couldn't be dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> but as part of one of the, 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 the books that I was doing, that I was doing for a portfolio, um, I was looking for a particular blue, couldn't find it, couldn't like bring it together with watercolour and came across this chick in Berlin who was making her own watercolours. Now, they were based on early synthetic recipes. And I thought, jeepers, I could totally do that. Sure, jeepers. Mm-hmm. I thought, did you do that with plants? Because my mum spins yarn and mm-hmm. knits and dyes ah, it. I see. And mm-hmm. so all that stuff kind of started coming back into memory mm. and then it turned out I did a bit of digging sure half the country and half the world is at it <laughs> <laughs> so it's a huge global community of people using <sighs> using plant and using soil and using stone in this way but sure we've been doing it for a hundred thousand years like you know it's, it's we've forgotten or a lot of people have forgotten it yeah just with the the rise of the synthetic yeah, manufacturing okay. and you know everything that went with us it yeah. got pushed to the side but yeah. now it's it's definitely coming back around again so yeah brilliant oh yeah. amazing Annie and, and I love your work Thanks. Uh, it's so it, like you said always changing mm. and it does feel quite seasonal, seasonal. yeah oh, go on yeah yeah, yeah which definitely. is lovely because yeah. I think unfortunately speaking for myself anyhow you know I work a lot indoors so I can get removed from the natural cycles that are outside my window. So it's lovely to have a piece of art, like your work, inside my house, just to give me that reminder. And I even love, I bought a calendar for my son's um, teacher last year from your website, and it came with the most gorgeous thank you note. <laughs> with a beautiful little ink marking on it. And I was like, what a beautiful touch. Like, that's so you, Annie. Uh, you know, I know you may not be about pastels and happy ending, but there is so <laughs> much heart and beauty in all that you do and oh, in all that you bring to the world. So thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Cool. Um, okay, so uh, what works are you most proud of? It's a lot, is it? It's a lot. It's a big oh, that's good. Sorry. No, bring it's, it on. It's, I think it's not even about a particular physical piece. I think it's just about like stepping back into us okay you know yeah. and that that choice in life i'm mm. proud because like i stepped back into that with no plan b intentionally it was like i'm doing this i'm going to succeed at this because nice i'm not going to do it in any other way i'm not going to live my life in any other way from here on in mm. and i think maybe that's what i'm most proud of it, yes. there was amazing it was scary and it's still scary but it's yeah you know it, things are going well and there. The, the work is going well and I'm happy Archie's happy he's got a really good life I have a really good life mm-hmm. you know we have great not financial wealth but we have great wealth with our lifestyle and with how we live and mm-hmm. and we tread lightly as well which is really important yeah you know? lovely so you're most proud of that commitment to creativity to taking the leap taking the leap yeah yeah okay. yeah. yeah good on you Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Tell us, being a woman in the arts, do you come across any barriers? So, as I said, I'm only freshly back into it. Mm. Um, and I think from what I can gather, there has been a huge surge in equality and all of the rest, as there has been across mm. a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, so I haven't come across anything. I have come across like comments quite regularly from male people mm. um you know i sure it is only all the women get the grants these days and oh, those kind right. of comments like you know uh -huh. um always said with a little bit of humor but not really uh -huh. you know um and it's always like my response is always a, a nice smile on my face and say well you, you had it long enough yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. Um, yeah but i don't really know how um how deep that runs for people like I, I honestly don't know it, mm. how much of a joke it actually is, if it is just kind of... There's a lot of applic applying applications and work in those applications. Oh, you God, yeah. Mm, 100%. Oh, fair yeah. is fair. If you're in, can't, yeah. then you yeah. can't win. And I mean, I just, I don't have the, the history in the sphere to mm. be able to say this is how it was 10 years ago mm. and it has changed now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've experienced nothing but welcome, mm -hmm. kindness, compassion. Mm -hmm. Is this in Tipperary? <laughs> <laughs> Up tip. I just want to point that out there. Up tip. No, in, <laughs> in general, like having come back to to an art practice, um, mm. anybody that I've contacted, anybody that I've met, and you know, it's just been all extremely kind and gracious. Good. Brilliant. That's yeah, it's really lovely. So refreshing to hear. Mm. It is. Great. So I I wonder are. Remember, we had Breda Larkin on many moons ago on her show and Breda was talking about women take your seat. Mm. And she was speaking about women in places of leadership or in mm -hmm. politics or speaking out with their area of expertise. And, you know, sometimes we do just have to rise up and take our seat. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to hear that your sense of being a woman in art, that women are taking, taking their seats, picking up the brush or their voice or their ceramics, or whatever is their medium, and bringing it out into the world to a receptive reception. Yeah, it seems so. Mm, That's brilliant. been my experience. Fab. And other women could find something different. But I'm really know? glad to hear that that's been your experience. Yeah. Do you have any uh, female role models? Um. So I was thinking about this when you sent me out the questions the other day, <laughs> and I was trying to think, like, oh, that's somebody cool, like some. Who would be a role model? I know. All I can come Mommy. up with is my mum. I knew, I knew, I knew. Your mum is so cool. She's a legend. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's so cool. She genuinely <laughs> is. Like, you know, she's, yeah, she rocks. And she's a beautiful human. She's yeah. so, the way she deals with the world is so beautiful and so mm. eloquently executed. Mm. Yeah, and she really is a role model. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like we'd have different opinions and there's that like mm. generation gap as well. Um, and that's grand, mm. you know, but yeah, my yeah. mammy. Aww. <laughs> I love the mammies. Yes. A tip mammies. There now is a shout out to my mother-in-law. No. Hey. <laughs> and a shout out to Annie's mommy. What, what's, that, what's your mom's name? Cack. Cack. Yeah. Great. Ah, great. So on that note, let's go to a tune break. Yeah, so you gave us two great tunes. Will we kick it off with the Paddy Smith one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dancing barefoot. Woohoo! And is that because you do a lot of that yourself and Archie in the studio? 
It is. And yeah. also because when I was naming the upcoming show for titles, I just had this song in my head on repeat. Okay. Ah. I've listened to so much Patti Smith, I don't even need to put the tapes on anymore. They're the all albums whole are in my brain. <laughs> Great. You've got internal Patti Smith yeah. Spotify. Nice. So we'll go to Patti Smith and then I'm looking forward to hearing more about your upcoming show. Woo!
Thank you, Patty Smith. Thank you, Patty Smith. Yeah. So back to you, Annie. Uh, you set the seed about telling us about some upcoming stuff. So what are you working on right now? So we are very busy at the moment. Um, the South Tip Arts Centre do a artist in residence annually. And I was very honoured and lucky and blessed to receive that opportunity this year so i'm working hard on getting an exhibition an installation uh together for exhibition in january through stack south tip art center nice so that's a great um it's a stepping stone for me back into sculptural work um so yeah it's a big installation what kind of again using soils and charcoals Mm, and all the things that i make it is specifically around um the, the the rise of industrialized farming techniques, the loss of biodiversity through ancient hedges being taken out, mm. um, and it's kind of that happened in 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 our home place, and it's kind of my way of apologising for not being there to do anything about it. Oh, um, amazing! Not even there to bear witness. So, mm. yeah, it's kind of I think really part of my own healing from the grief of it. Um, mm. Okay. Yeah. And when does your residency kick off? Already has. Yeah, you're in. You're in. Yeah, we're in the throes. Um, uh, excuse me, I'm we such a non-artist. Archie and I. You and Archie. <laughs> what does a residency? What does it entail? Being in res- an artist in residence. Uh, so for this particular one, um, I'm working from my home studio, mm-hmm. so that's perfect for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, there's a lot of help available through the art center. There's funding, Brilliant. there's installation expertise and fees covered. Brilliant. Um, there's mentorship. Oh, brilliant. Great. Um, nice. Yeah. So it's, it's incredible. It's an absolutely amazing opportunity. Yes. It's, it's so brilliant. I'm, I'm really excited and yeah. loving every minute of it. Lovely. Cause I yeah. wonder sometimes being an artist, I know you've got Archie, but does it feel like you're soloing your work? Is it, or do you often throw work ideas around? Is it lovely to have that kind of community of mentorship? It is. Mm. Yeah. For the show that's opening in two weeks time down on the Beira, oh, um, that. that was all done in the studio. Nobody saw it. Mm-hmm. It's at the frame at the moment. They're the first people to see it. Okay. And mm. I kind of only realized kind of a few days ago, I was like, oh shit, I should have had somebody coming out the chat. What have I done? Damn, <laughs> have I missed something? Is it awful? Oh God. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I love working alone. I love going into that bubble and mm. just myself and Arch, door closed, you know, and, and just being left alone in that space and mm. having all of the mullings and the musings and the, the dancing and all of that mm. happening. Uh, but it is something that I need to start doing more of bringing other eyes and ideas in at certain points. Mm. Um, so that's what I'm learning actually through the residency is that mm. how valuable that is and mm. collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. And not seeing it as a dirty word. Which yes. I do tend to because okay. I'm a control freak, really. So. Uh, it's so true. I just finished a postgrad there called Innovation Through Design Thinking. Mm. And um, I, a big lesson I learned from it was that collaborative input. You know, when we collaborate with others, it can take your project to a place you could never imagine yeah. inside your own noggin. And having other people to reframe yeah. And look at things from another lens. You're like, whoa. Sure, sometimes the ideas, I'm like, nah, that doesn't work. But generally, tr- 
true collaboration can really bring a project somewhere you can't even imagine. Yeah, it's from just your to like expand the brain, isn't it? Yes. I mean, like we are, we're community animals. Yes. You know, we, we're, we're made to, to be with others and, yes. and yes. create and work that way. Totally. We are wired to connect totally, and collaborate. Yeah. Well, that's a good way of doing it. Wired yeah, to wired connect. to connect. I think that, <laughs> that's not me. I think it's probably Tara Brack. But yeah, so true. So tell us more about what's coming up in Bera. Yeah, so um, it all worked out really beautifully because a friend of mine has opened a gallery a few years, just before COVID, I think, um, called Lily Gallery. Um, Frederica is my friend. Mm -hmm. So it is above Loop de Loop Health Store, which we both worked in about 12 years ago when I first moved to West Cork. Yeah. Um, Ah. So it was really nice to be asked back there. And it was on the brink of us leaving West Cork and moving back to Tip. Um, And I just wanted to kind of say thank you to the Kailach and the -hmm. landscape there. And thanks for the good years and the development and all that occurred Mm -hmm. on me. Me, 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 mm-hmm. uh, when, when I was there. Um, and then around the same time, um, I realised that I wasn't on the verge of mental ill health or anything like that, that in fact I got diagnosed being perimenopausal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that kind of entering into the Kailach, the, the hag phase of life anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and also celebration that there wasn't something seriously wrong with me, that, it w- well, you know, that it was something natural that wasn't I wasn't being invaded by you know somebody else's thoughts which was what it felt like for a long time Jeez, yeah that's um, so hardcore Annie because just before mm. we came on air myself Susan Annie we were just chatting and you were saying that that it felt really scary mm. that you didn't know what was going on and only after a few investigations the kind of medical team were like oh this is it it's yeah. perimenopause Annie yeah. so that relief must have been huge on one hand and Huge on, huge on all fronts, really. Yeah. Just knowing what it is that's going on, yeah, and that like all of the like the fainting and the deja vu. I was getting wow. like these crazy deja vu spasms, really, and that's when I really thought maybe there's a growth there. <laughs> what yes. the hell? But the doctor told me that's a classic symptom of of hormone peaking or dropping or one no or the other. No way. Oh, I know. Isn't that mad? Did yeah. Not know that. No, neither did who I. Hid, who hid that? Exactly. And what why? This is like, it's, it's, this is what it is. Thank yeah. God. Brilliant. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of, within this body of work, the, the exhibition that's coming up in Castletown Bear is called Blood, Bone, Rust and Stone. Um, wow. I love it. Say it again. Say it again for us, Blood, Bone, Rust and Stone. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, so it is, it's, it's, it's that that blood, that that changing of the the bleeding, it's it's mm. rust and kailach energy and all of that. Um, and my intention, and it's also kind of around language. Um, there's a lot of geometry, uh, technical drawings in the form of technical drawings gone in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, all of the pigments um, are all foraged from the Beira Peninsula, Lovely. so they're all stones that I brought back to the studio, spent three weeks crushing by hand um, and made into paint or charring. Um, and there's a continuation of black line through each piece, which is the charcoal piece. Um, and that's what I'm calling votive ink. So it is made of peat from the hag's head um, over the far side of Iris. Mm. And there is holly from the same area. 
and there's snail shells or shellikibukis as we call them in tip. Um, <laughs> so so the holly is part of the, the Kailoch story and that's something that I wanted to kind of reclaim as well. There's a story that the holly branch was the only tree to be at her back. And I thought, hold on a second now, we don't need to be baiting anybody back. Yes. <laughs> Steady on. And it's that real kind of like, <laughs> you know, you can, you can just see the little crusty fella kind of going, oh, we'll bait back the old woman. We won't be having any of that. I was like, no, 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 we're going to reclaim that now. Uh, <laughs> Enough of that. Uh-huh. Um, and it's also interesting, and I haven't really researched it very well. It's only kind of a vague notion, but they owe him... Um, the Oem script, the Holly, mm. uh, is creativity and uh, is it? Oh, yeah, apparently in one of the books I read. That's the problem in one of the books I read. In, you <laughs> know what's that one near the trees? The the really good book, you know. Uh, I can't even remember the is name. Is it of old Irish trees? Or isn't it? Yeah, you know the, Irish trees. It's no, this is one that's specifically about Oem. Yeah, mm. yeah, and the 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 tree, the the. So going Holly into could be tree. creativity. Yeah, Holly was going into creativity. Um, so it's it's that kind of reclamation of it and using that black ink as a uh, that that was a real kind of um thanking her thanking myself wow honoring going into that new phase of life um without fear and dosed up on wonderful western medication powerful stuff annie i want to make it to that exhibition so guys it's opening um on saturday the 29th of october at 7 p.m upstairs in loop de loop health food shop in castletown bear it's called lily gallery Mm -hmm. and you're there pretty much for nearly a whole month the exhibition will be running from the 29th of october all the way to the 26th of november i'm definitely going to make it there me too i'm going to and thank you for bringing your consciousness and your work to the perimenopause yeah and to giving a nod to we're not baiting back uh hags with hollies we're kind of you know embracing the power that comes yeah with the next phase yeah Yeah. so yeah Yeah. good luck with it and enjoying it yeah yeah thank you so much for having me thank you so much love your guts girl (laughs) thank you so much for coming here today and we're gonna kick it off with a tune chosen by annie tell us what it is annie Rakta, Rakta. band, awesome Brazilian brand. Brilliant. Band, get ready to rock out. Check them out. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 